ਵਾਹਿਗੁਰੂ रूप रंग रेख पेख को कह न सकत की ह अचल मूरत अनपो प्रकाश हमे तोज कहिंचे कोट इंद्र इंद्रान साहे सहान गनिज त्रे पव मिहिप सुर नर असुर नेत नेत बंतरिन कहत तवै सर्व नाम कथा कवन करम नाम बृनत सुमत नमस्कार श्री खड़ग को करो सुहित चितलाए पूर्ण करो ग्रंथ एह तुम मोहे करहु सहाय मुख ऊंचा शास्त्र खट पिंकरण चढ़ जाए आंद लखै बदरो सुने जो काल कृपा कराए कृपा सिंध तुमरी कृपा जो कछ मुह पर होए रचो चंडिका की कथा वाणी शुभ सब होए ना हो जती सती नहीं पढ़या मूर्ख मुकदा जन्म पया प्रणवत नानक तिन की सरना जिंतु नाही विसरया जप तप संजम धर्म ना कमाया सेवा साधना जानिया हर राया कहो नानक हम नीच करमा शरण परे की राख हो शर्मा कहां बुद्ध प्रभु तुच्छ हमारी वरण सकै महिमा जो तिहारी हम ना सकत कर सिफत तुम्हारी आप लिहो तुम कथा सुधारी कहां बुद्ध प्रभु तुच्छ हमारी वरण सकै महिमा जो तिहारी हम ना सकत कर सिफत तुम्हारी आप लिहो तुम कथा सुधारी सतनाम श्री वाहेगुरु साहिब जी चाचरी छंद तो प्रसाद अरूप हैं अनूप हैं अजू हैं अपू हैं अरूप हैं अनूप हैं अजू हैं अपू हैं वाहेगुरु जी का खालसा वाहेगुरु जी की फतेह तन तन 
ਗੁਰੂ ਗੋਬਿੰਦ ਸਿੰਘ ਸਾਹਿਬ ਜੀ ਮਹਾਰਾਜ ਦੀ ਅਪਾਰ ਕਿਰਪਾ ਹੋਈ ਸਾਧ ਸੰਗਤ ਜੀ ਜੋ ਆਪਾਂ ਸਾਰੇ ਰਲ ਮਿਲ ਕੇ ਗੁਰੂ ਦੀ ਉਸਤਤ ਵਾਸਤੇ ਗੁਰੂ ਦੀ ਖੁਸ਼ੀਆਂ ਲੈਣ ਵਾਸਤੇ ਇਕੱਤਰ ਹੋਏ ਹਾਂ ਵੈਰੀ ਬਲੈਸਡ ਟੂ ਬੀ ਸਿਟਿੰਗ ਟੁਗੇਦਰ ਟੂ ਰਿਸੀਵ ਦ ਗੁਰੂਜ਼ ਹੈਪੀਨੈਸ ਸਾਧ ਸੰਗਤ ਜੀ ਵਾਟ ਇਜ਼ ਸਿੱਖੀ ਸਿੱਖੀ ਇਜ਼ ਦ ਗੁਰੂਜ਼ ਹੈਪੀਨੈਸ there is nothing outside of the happiness of the guru satgur prasad prasad da arth ehi hai prasanta prasad means happiness prasanta means happiness when the guru is happy with us sache paasha if you are happy with us then we receive all the bhakti if you are happy with us then we receive all the aradhana all the puja anything that is in the sphere of spirituality is achieved when we receive the happiness of the guru for this reason a guru sikh attempts to do many things kirtan katha paath simran all these different karms that we do all these different activities that we do is to receive the bakhshish to receive the happiness of the guru and factuality is when we are doing any of these karams we are receiving the happiness of the guru we can't say the word wahiguru without his happiness we can't say the word wahiguru without his happiness we can't hear bani we can't read bani we can't join sangat we can't do any of these things if they weren't happy with us to begin with so removing all doubts from our head if we're on the path if we're doing the right thing we're doing the wrong thing as long as the guru is happy with us we have everything as long as we are being taken to satsangat virtually physically as long as we are able to connect to kirtan katha in the slightest form know that you have the happiness of the guru on your heads know that you have the fingers of the guru on your head you know that the sheets are with you know that all those beings that fought for this roop that we carry they stand by you like guardian angels prani ruayat hundi si there is a there was a tradition in the khalsa that before doing any karaj before doing any type of like a job starting anything new first dhyan tar ke ardas karde si doing ardas guru sahib ji kripa karo ਸਾਡੇ ਨਾਲ ਅੰਗ ਸੰਗ ਵਰਤਿਓ ਪਲੀਜ਼ ਬੀ ਵਿਦ ਮਾਈ ਮਾਈ ਸਾਈਡ ਅੰਗ ਮੀਨਸ ਮਾਈ ਬਾਡੀ ਸੰਗ ਮੀਨਸ ਨਾਲ ਵਿਦ ਪਲੀਜ਼ ਬੀ ਵਿਦ ਮੀ ਐਸ ਕਲੋਸ ਐਸ ਯੂ ਕੈਨ ਯੂ نو ਐਂਡ ਅਲੋਂਗਸਾਈਡ ਦੈਟ ਗੁਰਸਿਕਸ ਵੁਡ ਸੇ ਦ ਨੇਮ ਆਫ ਅ ਸ਼ਹੀਦ ਐਸ ਵੈਲ ਕਿ ਬਾਬਾ ਦੀਪ ਸਿੰਘ ਜੀ ਦੀ ਫੌਜ ਬਾਬਾ ਬੁੱਢਾ ਜੀ ਦੀ ਫੌਜ ਬਾਬਾ ਫਤਿਹ ਸਿੰਘ ਜੀ ਦੀ ਫੌਜ ਸਾਡੇ ਨਾਲ ਰਹੋ ਪਲੀਜ਼ ਬੀ ਵਿਦ ਅਸ ਐਂਡ ਵੈਨ the day of the amrit sanchar happened there was panch pyare that we all know about by deya singh taram singh ji himmat singh ji adak we heard he know about this but after the five pyare that took amrit there's five more individuals that got up those individuals they are considered to be the panch beer of the khalsa so this is a tradition that's lost now that's why i'm trying to explain it in detail the panch beer when these five individuals got up to take amrit next their names were pai deva singh ram singh 
Tahal Singh, Ishar Singh and Fateh Singh, these five. When these five took Amrit next, Guru Sahib told them that you will become, you will do your meditation, do your bhakti, you will become Pawn Roop. Pawn means air, you will become like the form of air. That you won't be physical anymore, you will stay in the sansar, and you will help the Khalsa in every single uh, activity that they need to, to, to engage themselves in. You will help them in warfare, you will help them in Gristi Jeevan, you will help them, you will help them anywhere. And na aap ladu, na foj ladao, pat biran seti bang magao. These are the words of Guru Gobind Singh. They said, I won't fight anymore. Neither will my army fight. You will fight for us. So this tradition of doing ardas, invoking the Gurus, and then invoking the Sheeds as well. So oftentimes the Sikhs would say these five names. By Deva Singh, Ram Singh, Isha Singh, Tehal Singh, Fateh Singh, please be by our side. We're going to do this, we're going to engage in this, whatever it is we're going to engage with. And Guru Sikhs used to call it a Morcha. Morcha means battle standing. <laughs> morcha literally means like uh, a battleground, you know, like a, a battle station. That's what it literally means, battle station, Morcha. So Guru Sikh would do any any type of a cottage, like any work, right? And they would say, "Apa morcha sambalan jariya." Guru Sahib, to si ang sang sahita ho. Shahid Singhs be with us as well, because you can understand that the Guru is not separated from his Guru Sikhs. Yeah? They they are one jyot, you know, and that's why there was a concept of the Guru Granth and Guru Panth, right? The Guru Panth was the physical body of the Guru, while the Guru Granth was the light of the Guru. Right? So if the Guru Panth wanted to ever invoke the Guru themselves, right, what they would do, they would read Gurbani. They would engage in Gurbani in different ways. Gurbani is that nectar that satisfies your soul. Gurbani is that energy, is that substance that gives you energy, that gives you power. Without Gurbani, we're nothing. Right? But at the same time, without the Panth, you know, we are nothing as well. You know? without, without the Panth, there can't, it's, it's a balance. You need both. One, can, one individual cannot say that all I need in my life is, you know, Gurbani. It's true, but you also need those beings that, that inhabit Gurbani as well. You, know, you need those people and past, present, future kind of thing. You know, not just the present satsang is important, they are, but also the past as well. That's why in the Ardas, after we talk about the ten Gurus, right, what do we say next? Panji Pyaare, Char Sahib Chali Mukti. We talk about the past. We talk. We lay, lay, lay them all down. Why? Why? And that's a part of every single darbar. That's a religious activity that we engage in, right? Morning and evening, twice a day, right? That shows that there is a huge importance to physical identities, you know, that have happened, and that will happen future as well, because because it doesn't stop, right? Shihidiyah will never stop. Shihidiyah won't stop. You know, the day Shihidi stops, Sikhi will slow down. Right? Sikhi's, Sikhi's momentum, Sikhi's pathway, Sikhi's like the, the way a plane flies, right? It needs a pathway. Right? If the pathway is too small, the plane, plane won't have enough momentum to pick off. Right? The plane won't have enough momentum to pick out, right? to fly out. In the same way, Sikhi's momentum, is this, its pathway is Shihidi. Right? The Shihid's the pathway of sh when the shihidi keep happening, the plane of Sikhi is able to fly off. Right? Kind of thing, right? And then, then 
Guru Sikhs of all types can sit on that jahaj and fly out. Right? But we fly out on the sacrifices of the Panth. We fly out the pathways made out of blood and tears. You know, But it's not something to, to cry over in that way, in a negative way. It's something to cry over in happiness. Right? Oftentimes, Shahidis has a very bad connotation in the modern world. You know, for example, we look at Darbar Sahib and the Kalukari, the, the you know, genocides that have happened in Darbar Sahib. And we say, we, we suffered. The Sikh Qom has suffered. But that's not really the mentality a Sikh should, should carry. A Sikh should carry the mentality that of Jardikla. We didn't suffer. This is what we live for. We live for Shahidi. You know, this is what we dream about. We dream about Shahidi. This is what we ask for. We ask for Shahidi. You know, it's, it's a different mindset altogether. A soldier doesn't become a soldier to stay home. Right? A soldier becomes a soldier with the ideology that I'm going to lay down my life and this is what my goal is. And the day my life becomes sacrificed for my goal, that day I will have completed my life successfully. That's, that's what a soldier thinks. And the Khalsa is a soldier, right? That's what the Khalsa is meant to be. So, Sadhguru, you were very blessed to to be sitting together here, going through Guru Gobind Singh Maharaj's bani. We have finished Pujang Pariyad Chand, the first Chand of Jab Sab, the sorry, the second Chand of Jab Sab, and the first one was Chapa Chand, second one being Pujang Pariyad Chand. Now the third one, Chatri Chand, we're going to be going through. Just a quick bantiya what katha is. You know, katha is a little bit different than a normal talk, right? Sabte Utam Harki Katha Nam Dar Nam Sunat Dar Dukhlatha Katha is meant to be an instrument to take away your pains, Mara says. Nam Sunat Dar Dukhlatha Dar means pains. Dukh means pains. You know, Mara says, out of all, out of all things, Guru Sahib gives Sarmotamta. Sarmotamta means like the highest honor to Katha. Right? And Katha is a way where maybe not necessarily can a lot of concepts in Katha logically fit into our brains sometimes. Katha is not always meant to be about the intellectual perspective. That is an element of Katha, for sure. But at the same time, Katha, the huge aspect of Katha is Bhagati, is devotion, is faith. We We don't come to the Katha for... We, we can come to the Katha as, as an intellectual course, right? but it's a little bit different than that, you know? Because if it was just an intellectual course, then it, it would be, have a different format. It, it, it evokes that for sure, but then it evokes an element of bhakti as well, a devotion as well, right? By listening to Katha, all our pains are meant to go away, you know? So, how, how can we listen to Katha if, and to take away our pains, right? That means we have to listen to Katha in a way where the heart is engaged. Right? Because the pains are in the heart. Right? You know, when we get hurt, where do we feel pain most? We feel in the center of our chest. <laughs> we feel in the heart, right? The heart gets heavy. You know, someone goes through a breakup, they say, Man, my my heart feels like it's someone stabbed it, you know? And it's, it's just took it out or something, you know. And according to science, it's just there's just there's just a physical body part there. But Past that body part, there's an energy core, you know, there's an energy core that's, that's there, right? And that is the nearest energy core to who you are, 
the soul. Yeah? If you look at Vedanta and you look at like the, the concept of spirituality and the physics behind the Atma and you know, soul consciousness and everything, they would say that the heart center is the closest thing to you. Yeah? The closest thing. It, the veil of Homey is, is all over, right? But the veil of Homey is, a, is a, most bleakest, is the most uh, you know, suksham is the most skinniest at the heart center. Yeah, that's why what we engage with, what we feel, and it it's it seems to being the source being our heart. You know, and maybe that's why it's 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 such a huge concept in folk tale, in in poetry, in spirituality, in in every any every facet of life, in romance, the heart plays a huge role. You know. And Katha is not void of that, you know. And Katha, the heart is needed as well. So Sasangadi. I do a request that all your charans, Jinne Mai Pai to Sajiyo, all let's come together and focus our surtiya and brittiya to the Charan Kamal of Guru Gobisindi Maharaj. Te Akhiye Satnam Sri Vahe Guru Saheb Ji Satnam Sri Vahe Guru Saheb Ji Chachri Chand This new Chand Chand means a meter, a poetry meter We, we experienced Pajang Priyat Chand before We experienced Chappai Chand before We talked a little bit about that Chappai being like six lines long Chappai Chappai meaning six We talked about how each Chand has a certain Mariyadda It has a certain way, a discipline to it Yeah Mariyadda meaning discipline. It has a certain discipline to it. Without that discipline, if you if the writer were to write poetry outside that discipline, then it doesn't it doesn't it can't be called that chand, right? It has to be called a different chand. So chand is a meter system that invokes a certain discipline. Yeah. So chachiri chand has a certain discipline to it as well. And you will see that this type of chachiri chand, there's there's two types that scholars would would talk about. This one in particular, it has a a formula, which is, if you look at the first word, a rupa ha, right? What do you have there? You have lagu matra first. Ada mukta is lagu matra. So this is a concept that uh, I'll explain. Lagu and dirag. Yeah. So when we learn Guru Mukhi, when we learn the script of the gurus, we're taught that there's two types of matras two types of vowels that that are used in the language right one is called lagu lagu literally means short yeah the word itself literally means short yeah it's it's a it's a word that you see being used in braj as well so whenever you hear like suraj prakash nanik prakash katha you hear uh, sometimes the word lagu come up for just short you know um for example lagu sansa i have a very short uh, doubt you know, dirg sansa. Dirg now means long. Dirg sansa means doubt. I have a very big doubt. Yeah. So these words are not just limited to uh, the to explaining the Gurmukhi script. Script. They're actually vocabulary words that can be used elsewhere as well. So lagu means short. There's three short vowels in the Gurmukhi script, which is onkard, sihari, mukta. It's okay if you don't know these uh, three uh, lagu matras. But just for the sake of explaining it, lagu matras. There's three: sihari, onkard, and mukta. Sihari makes a a sound. 
Onkar makes a uh sound and then Mukta makes a uh sound. So every letter that's a Mukta means that there's no vowels on it. But that act of not having any vowels on it still engages one vowel called a Mukta. And that literally means that there's a uh behind every single letter. For example, kaka Mukta k, Papa Mukta p. There's a uh behind every single letter um, besides the uh, letters like ura, ara, iri, which are known to be like vowels, right? Themselves. So, lagu means short. Dirag means longer vowels, like everything else that's left in the Gurmukhi script. Bihari, the lankard, uh, you know, so on and so forth. Everything else is considered to be dirag. Even the tippi on top, that's a dirag matra. Uh, um, everything else that we just we talked about, the three we talked about, those are lagu matras. So here in this flow of Chatri Chanta, the maryada, the discipline that we followed is lagu, dirg, lagu, dirg, right? So ada mukta, a lagu, raranu, the lankar, ru, which is dirg, papa mukta, pa, lagu again, hahanu, the lama, dirg, lagu, dirg, lagu, dirg. So this is the flow that you see in Chatri Chanta being taken about. Now, there will be a different Chachiri Chant that will come up. There will be a, another Chachiri Chant that will come up in Jab Sab as well, later on when we when we go through it. And you will see the flow there is different. Yeah, uh, Which will be Gobinde Mukande Odare Apari. And we will talk about that when we get there. Yeah? So there's two different types of Chachiri Chants. One is being evoked now. The other one will be evoked later. So this was more from the poetry point of view. right? What Chachiri means. Yeah? Now, Chachiri literally it comes from a Sanskrit word, yeah, and the Sanskrit word is chanchal, or oh, the Sanskrit word is called chachal. The Sanskrit word is called chachal, chachinu kanna, chacha mukta lalla mukta, chachal, yeah, which literally means chanchal, yeah, okay, literally means chanchal. Chanchal means, well, chanchal can, can be defined differently, yeah, depending on the context, yeah. So chanchal can mean fast, chanchal can mean wavering. Chanchal can mean undecisive. Chanchal can mean spontaneous. Yeah. So these are all different uh, translations that come out of the word chanchal depending on the context that's being used. Yeah? So because of this, the following Shabbat, right, ha it has different, um, it can have different implementations. Right? For example, each Shabbat has a different implementation in your brain, right? in your heart, because right? we're talking about the heart. And your brain, right? Because Gurbani penetrates, first Gurbani has to penetrate your body. Anything has to penetrate first your body. Like, for example, we, let's say we go meet someone, right? We meet someone, we first judge them on their body, right? Like, I'm just talking from a worldly point of view. I'm not talking about how a Gurmukh should view the world. I'm just talking about, like, how we typically see um, engagement between two human beings, right? Two hum human beings meet each other. They first don't see each other's souls. That's a very long process, right? Now, if, if we were to see each other's souls right away, you know, there will be, uh, you know, matchmaking processes that will be like instantaneous, right? You just see each other, oh yeah, I, I know, I, I like your soul, that you and me will get along for our whole lives. There's nothing to worry about. Let's hit the road, right? But it's not like that oftentimes. You'll see that people first want to get to know each other. You know, there's a whole process. There's a whole, uh, there's a whole process and it's very extensive at times, right? Um, and a little bit too extensive other times. 
But the idea is when two human beings interact, first they interact on a bodily level, right? They see each other, right? They see each other and they look at each other's forms. And from there, they, they, they come to some type, of, some type of conclusion, right? Either they'll say, hey, this person looks like a nice person, or this person looks really scary, or this person might be very mean. We, we come to these type of conclusions based on how someone looks. Right? Maybe if they have a tattoo on their face, right? Maybe if they're wearing a uh, dastad, maybe if they're not wearing a dastad, maybe if they're wearing earrings, maybe they're wearing glasses, whatever their physical characteristics are, we look at them and we make some kind of conclusion. Right? Then eventually we get to talk to that person. And either they will affirm our assumptions or you know, they'll disregard our assumptions that we had made previously. Right? So, I remember uh, meeting this one man uh, somewhere, I can't remember where, maybe on an airplane or something. He, he was a very big guy, um, he was bald and he had tattoos and uh, he kind of fit into this category of what we, what we often see in movies and stuff as in, like very hard and very strong and you know listening to like rock and heavy metal or something you know and uh, he kind of fit into that category and I was sitting next to him I can't remember where this was but I remember he had a conversation with me you know he, he, um, he might have looked at me wearing Ibana wearing a dastad and turban and having a certain type of belief on me like I kind of categorized him in, in an area he might have categorized me in an area but you know what he, he disregarded his categorization that he had assumed and he started speaking right? and he, he started speaking and he said hey this and that he started talking about something totally normal outside the world of, world of religion and he just said this is pretty cold in here isn't it you know and I was like yeah it is pretty cold and I think I remember now it was the it was the airplane and uh, the airplane has these uh, vents on top the AC vents that you can like you can tune you know open them or close them and I said oh I can I can close that for you you know if, you, if I think it's yours is on that's why you probably feel cold you know so I got up and closed it for him and he really was uh, thankful and but anyways my point being is that we we assume a lot about someone just on, on their physical representation but uh, when we start talking to them, it might change, right? So in that same way, Gurbani does the same. Gurbani first has to penetrate physically, right? That's why we focus physically, job, job, karo, job, karo, job, karo. You, you meet a Mahapurk, they'll be like, do 100 jobs of Mool Mantra every single day. But like, oh, Babaji, I just have this huge problem. You're not addressing my problem though. You're telling me you do 100 Mool Mantras every day. Like, oh, you know what? This happened to me yesterday. I, I, I failed my medical exam. And now I'm like, like messed up for the next two years. What do I do? And the Baba is like, Mool Mantra karo, so worry. <laughs> and you're just like, what? You're trying to tell you my medical exam. And you're telling me Mool Mantra, like, how does this correlate with each other? You know? Because the Mahapurk knows the science behind Gurbani, we do not, right? we do not understand the science behind the Bani, right? Because the science of the Bani can only be understood by someone who experiences it, right? It's, it's like going to a laboratory, you know, and walking to a laboratory for the first time, you see synthesizers, you see all these different machines that are used to, to you know, examine experiments. The person who, who's going there every single day, making lab reports, doing these experiments, knows how these machines work, know what 
and how long the process will take to examine just one simple process, right? Or to, to, to take it one simple examination. They know the list they have to go through. But a new person like me doesn't know anything. Right? They'll walk in and like, nee, what is this stuff, right? Like, especially like a Pindu person walks in like, what is this, all this new technology, these like squiggly lines and like weird noises and like, you know, a frog being dissected, kind of thing. But like, the same way Gurbani works. People who go into the laboratory of Gurbani, you know, Sajbad, this is part of the laboratory. This is your synthesizer, you know, your Sajbad. You know, that's something we have to do. That's something we have to do. Nitname. That's another instrument that you have, right? Someone asks me, why do you need to do nitname? Why, why can't I just spend the time looking into Arirbaniya? Hey man, you should look into Arirbaniya. But that doesn't mean you regard your nickname. That's another, that's another tool you have to do in your, in your lab process. You know, if I skip even one element of that process within lab, what happens? You, you, you just can't go into the next process. You know, it's, it's a step-by-step -step process, right? You, you, a simple step would be like check all your equipment, make sure it's working. Then go into the next step, go into the next step. Because if you don't do that simple process, what happens? You finish the lab, you finish your experiment, and then the results could, could, have, been, could have been affected because you missed the first step. Therefore, your results could be incomplete. Your, your results could be insufficient, right? So, path of... Gurbani is the same. Nitnain, very important. Japji sa, very important. Jabsa, very important. You could, and we question, why is that? Why is it that way? Why is it Japji sa, Japsa, Toprasasway, and why is it in that, in that order? Why? And the thing is that you won't, we won't understand it until we just do it. You know, after like a few years of doing it, then you look back and you're like, hmm, now I understand. Now I understand this and this and this. And this could be a subjective understanding, but it will be a understanding, right? So you you have your nickname, you have your Saj part, very important. Then in between all that, you might have your Santhya going on, very important. In between all that, you have your Kirtan and your Katha and all these little different things you might do. You might have your Darshan of Guru Granth Sahib Ji Maharaj on one side. You might have your Darshan of Gurmukhs on one side. All these different things is your laboratory. And what is it? What, who's the experiment? You are the experiment. You are that test specimen that needs to be dissected. You know, you you are that person who Gurbani will go into and slowly, slowly, slowly open up. You know, it might be a process that might hurt, right? Because oftentimes the frog is dead, so it doesn't feel it, right? But imagine the frog was alive; it's being dissected, right? You might give it some kind of painkillers. And maybe if the person doesn't really care for a frog, it might not give it pain for it, just open it up, right? So, depends on your timeline with the Guru, you know. Do you have some painkillers on you? You know, maybe Guru Sahib will open it up and you might not feel it, you know. Maybe you might not have some painkillers on you. Guru Sahib will open it up and you'll feel it. You'll feel every, every stitch, you know. Uh, and that could be in the, in, in the form of like complications in life. That could be in the form of dukkha in your life, right? That could be in the form of many different things in your life, right? But Gurbani opens you up, dissects you, right? And then enters your heart. Yeah. So it's a, it's a physical process. That's why job is very important, you know? And that's why Guru Sahib has named the first two Bani and Jap Jap. Jap, the mantra itself means Jap, right? And Jap means to now implement that mantra into a repetition. 
implement that mantra into a repetition. You know, saying Vaiguru once is not enough, say it again, say it again, say it four times, say it fifth time, keep going, keep going, kill stop. This Bani is proof to that. You know, we talked about Roop like three times probably already. You know, but Guru Sahib is like, oh, no, talking about it one more time. Arupa, <laughs> you're not going to stop. And wait, I'm going to give you 10 more times in this whole body. You know, it's not going to end. Right? Why is it repetition? You know, it's a repetition because your mind is repeating. repeating. Your mind is hitting you at home every single day. You know, how many times have you told your mind, hey, I'm nothing, man. Guru's everything. And your mind is like, no, you are everything. You know, your mind is like, no, you're the bomb, man. You got this. Your mind is, your mind is just pumping you up, pumping you up, pumping you up. You know, and how many times do you have to tell your mind, no, come on, leave me alone. How many times do you have to tell calm, leave me alone. How many times do you have to tell growth, hey, don't come to me again. It keeps coming. That's why Bani needs to be keep. It has to keep going on our mouth. You know, it has to keep going. That ajappa job, yeah. ajappa job is is a level where where you have done so much recitation, it finally went inside to your heart. Remember we talked about four stages of speech before? Para, Basanti, Madra, uh, Madama, and Bakri. We talked about Bakri is the first stage, right? We, we start from there, right? And then eventually goes through our throat, right? Then eventually goes to our heart. Yeah? Once it's there, then, it's, then that's it. You are embodying that job now. You know, your nickname, your Sajpar, your Gurbha, you are now embodying it. You know, there was a Gurmukh whose name is Sankur Bachin Singh Ji, Khalsa. And there, there's, there's this story when Sankur Bachin Singh Ji would do their uh, role for a counterpart, right? Role means their duty for a counterpart, like you, you have a certain time allocated to you to do your counterpart, right? Because a counterpart is usually like about 48 hours long. And for that reason, there will be a different amount of Gursikhs that partake in that, right? And each Gursikh will have a certain time allocated to them. Right? So, Sangurpachi Singh's time that was allocated to them for the Akhand part was maybe between 2 to 4 a.m., let's say, right? So they did their Akhand part, they got off, right? They went to go do the nitni. And the story goes, while doing their nitni, they fell asleep, right? They fell asleep. And the Gursikhs that were around, they came to Babaji and they saw that they were sleeping. And they heard, you know, they heard Bani coming out of their mouth. They heard something coming out of their mouth. As they got closer, they heard it was Bani, right? And when, when they heard the Bani, they realized they're picking up from the place they left off in their counterpart. Yeah. So like, the counterpart usually is done from Guru Granth Singh Ji's Sarup, right? You, you see the Bani, no one has, not many people have all of Guru Granth Singh Ji gone to that level where they can like get off the Tabya and just keep going, right? But Sahaja Guru Bhatti, see, in their sleep, they, they kept going, you know, they kept, they didn't want to, because they're not separate from Gurbani anymore, you know, it has reached their heart, you know, it has reached a place where they become, they have become one with the Gurbani, you know. So, Chanchalta, we're speaking about, yeah, Chanchalta can have many different definitions, yeah. And one implementation of Chanchal is I was looking in the dictionary and they mentioned talwar, they mentioned a kirpan. Right? Because often a kirpan is curved, right? a talwar is curved. Right? A, a sword, like, uh, like the Indian classic swords, yeah, it's curved. Yeah? So, chanchalta, one implementation of chanchal is the kirpan, 
Kripan evokes protection. Right? Kripan invokes protecting yourself, protecting others. Yeah? So this chant, we can say, is a protection. It protects you. Yeah? By reading this chant, you, you, you receive the divine grace of Gurusa. Another, another way you can look at chanchal, which, which we're looking at the definition of, of kind of like Teda Janamala, so, so, someone that kind of like that curves, right? that turns. Right? We, we talked about Kirpan. Another one is lightning. Yeah? Lightning. Lightning is, is fast, right? so it has that element of chanchal. It, it's, it's curvy, right? it's not 100% straight. Right? And it's, it's, like, it's, a, it's a flash of lightning and goes away. Right? But what does lightning represent? In Gurbani, one place that lightning is used for is used for invoking Bairag. Yeah, Bairag. Now we know we know the Sambani to be very birasi, right? So the, the idea of having Bairag is a little strange almost because it's, it's a little it's a little different than what we normally heard about Jabsat. But you know, we can say this Shabad in invokes Bairag. Yeah. Why? Because it is all about Akal, right? Uh, it's, it's, it's the vichar of what Paramatma is. Right? It's, it's the it's a, it's a of Paramatma being personified in different words. Right? So one can say that this chant is about Bairag. Yeah? And the place I wanted to uh, quote from Guru Granth Sahib Ji that uses the word Bijali in this way is from Barahe Maha. Barhe Maha is Barhe means 12, Maha means months. It's a, it's a Bani of the 12 months, right? And there's two types of Barhe Maha that come in Guru Granth Sahib One is from the Rag Tokhari, which is by Guru Nanak Dev Ji, and the other one is Rag Manj, which is by Guru Arjun Dev Ji, right? So the one, this Shabbat that I'm going to quote now is from Guru Nanak Dev Ji. And it's talking about the month of Savan. Savan is the rainy month, right? Which, which happens in India. Savan Sarasamana that the, now the season has come of Savan and it's, it's, it's going to be raining. I, my mind and my body. And so you see, mantan comes up twice. Yeah? Uh, two words come up. Then it says mantan. Okay? So there's one way of looking at it is that mera man te mera tan. Soho means husband. My, my, my mind and my body is pleased by my husband. My mind and my body, and husband meaning here, master meaning Pramatma, Vaigruji. My mind and my body is is in love with Vaigruji. Right? But Pere, Pere means again husband. Pradesh, Pradesh means Desh means here in this country, in this area I'm living in. Pradesh means in a, another country, Sadai. My husband is in a different country. My husband is not near me. Yeah? I'm, I'm separated from my husband. Yeah, that's what this Shabbat is revolving around. Bairag. Yeah? I'm separated from Vaigruji. Yeah? Another way to look at the same line. Ma man tan soho Ma meaning you. Man meaning your mind. Tan meaning the body. Because right? when in spirituality we have, we focus on three bodies. Right? The one is the physical, exterior body. Then is your mind. And the mind is a package. Right? Which comes with your chit your buddhi, your hankar, these tips. And then third is you, yeah? your, 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 the, 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 who you call you, right? So, ma, man, tan. Yeah? Ma, man, tan. Yeah, let's get that. 
मैं मंत्र मैं मंत्र सोह पावे माय माइंड एंड बॉडी इज इज प्लीज बाय वाइग्रु जी है और इट्स माय मी आई राइट एंड देन माय माइंड एंड देन माय बॉडी राइट इज टोली इनकैप्चुरेटेड into a vigrisi's presence but he's away from me right now i'm separated how are we separated by home right okay so goes on forward and this is pir ghar nahi aave mariye haave daman chak chamak darai my husband is not coming home pir ghar nahi aave mera pati ghar nahi aa reha mariye haave main hawa la ke mardi piya e punjabi di bhasha like i'm main hawa la ke mardi piya means that like i'm i'm dying with like like you know out of breath like like you know is 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 like guru sir imagine this illustration you know like someone when someone is like out of breath you know they're 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 on their bed maybe that's bed right they're out of breath they're trying to grasp for air but they can't get it right it's the same way mariye hawa you know main hawa la ke mardi bhi hai daman chamak darai and the daman means bijliya the bijliya when because it's rainy season right clouds are invoking like lightning when the lightning strikes mad dardiya i'm getting scared ha na my heart is trembling sage akeli kharido heli i'm the only person on my bed right sage akeli akeli kharido heli maran pe aa dukh maaye hun par marni pe aaya mainu now it's it's like uh, i rather just die ha mainu hum maran hi theek lagda pya maran pe aa dukh maaye he meri maa my meaning like once one one a, a bride leaves her home the only form of contact that she has now with the world is her mom she's left everything behind so she she talks to her mom even if it's her alone she's like oh meri ma look what look at my state my husband is not with me i'm alone right now you know har bin neend bhook ko kaisi kaapta na sukhave without my vaigru ji mainu bhook how can i feel hungry how can i go to sleep without vaigruji how can i how can kaapratan sukha na sukhave this this clothes that i wear how can they give me comfort you know this blanket that i wear how can it give me comfort it's 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 nothing not no use to me nanak saas sohagan kanti pere ke ank samave then guru sahib gives like the moral of the whole shabad they say that person is a sohagan sohagan means that bride who has achieved the love of vaigruji we started off the conversation by saying that we are striving for the happiness of vaigruji we strive for the love of vaigruji that sohagan that istri that that female that soul bride is that person who that soul bride is a sohagan if pirke ank samave who who has merged with her her, her husband right that person is a sohagan who has merged with her husband right because in separation there there's so much bad luck in separation we 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 cry out in pain right but the, when we meet vaigruji then we become a sohag chachri this can be invoking bairag right and guru gobind singh ji maharaj invokes bairag we we don't know this but guru gobind singh ji maharaj invokes many different types of ras ras means uh, flavors of poetry beer ras shant ras rudra ras uh, has ras has ras means where guru sahib makes you laugh Yeah? Guru Gobind Singh Maharaj makes you laugh at points too. You know when when we look through the Sam Gurbani, there will be places where Guru Sahib makes you laugh. Right? They'll talk about something funny, hasras, shantras. Well, Guru Sahib will talk about shanti as well. Guru Sahib will talk about nirgun and sargun and all these different concepts of gyan and give you peace as well. And then Guru Sahib will give you rudras. Rudras is a step above biras. Where now you're just ready to pick up the kripan and run outside and just go go crazy because you don't know what to do with this energy. You know and Then there's also bairag, 
you know? where Guru Sahib invokes a flavor of, you know, feeling that Maharaj, I'm without you. I, f- I feel it. I'm separated from you. Kirpa karo sanu malado. So this chant can be a chant of union as well. Right? Because if there's a bairag, then the opposite of bairag is union. Right? Opposite of bairag is happiness. Right? So this, this, this chant can evoke that as well. To prasad sachi pasha aap ji prasanta rai aap ji kirpa naal from your bakshish he hajur he malik ji he vaigru ji from your from your grace i will present this chant to the khalsa right and as the khalsa who's reading this to prasad he guru gobind singh ji maharaj he mata sahib dev ji you have blessed me to reach um, this body you know you have blessed me to reach this body in my nickname you have re- blessed me to reach this body in this katha you have blessed us to read this bani of yours so aap ji shukra 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 maliko sachche paasha e bakshish kar de saath sangat ji today we'll do vishram here i'm just speaking about the chachri chanto prasad section tomorrow or next week next sunday we will go through uh the first body and onwards as as however guru sadas kripa today is also baba buddha ji maharaj janam dehara so the 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 janam dehara is when we celebrate the birth of a certain gursik or a certain figure in our history today is baba buddha ji janam dehara baba buddha ji who is contemporary to many guru sahiban starting with guru nanak dev ji maharaj all the way to guru har gobind ji maharaj baba buddha ji was that person who put the gurgadi tilak on every single guru they had been given that duty yeah so whenever one when guru angadej became the guru they came get the gurgadi tilak when guru amardas became the guru and so on so forth to guru har gobind ji maharaj they were the ones who put the tilak on guru sahibans when guru arjan dev ji maharaj gave shehdi guru har gobind ji maharaj took prakash as the guru the putting the talwara on the guru baba buddha ji did that and then teaching shastar vidya to the guru baba buddha ji did that Right? and then from babudaji's aunts once from their family lineage comes baba ram koer ji who pushed the gurgadi tilak on guru gobind ji maharaj right so the lineage of babudaji continues throughout all the guru sahibans and they had this huge seva of raj tilak they also had the huge seva doing the first prakash of guru granth sahib ji maharaj in harmandir sahib when the hukunama came uh, when the hukunama came ke guru sahib stands with their saints and serves them and protects them in every single uh in every single moment that gursik mahan gursik brahm gyani mahapurk babuddha ji janam dihare we celebrating today as well sir khalsa ji so sar singh ji aaj ji ra bahut bahut dhanwad pul chukan di khima bakshni ji akhiriyan do panktiyan da paath ab karke fate bulayenge ji chachri chanto prasad aroop hai anoop hai ajoo hai apu hai aroop hai anoop hai ajoo hai apu hai waheguru ji ka khalsa waheguru ji ki fate waheguru bhai